in today's show. We're looking ahead to Saturday in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Let's look ahead to Saturday in the NBA. First game up, look at the Raptors and the Knicks. Of course, the news is that uh, Chris Boucher is out indefinitely. So we're looking to see how the Raptors use that center position. Will they give, go back to Aaron Baines at all? It doesn't appear so. Ken Birch, is he going to play 25 minutes? Will they play Pascal, Pascal Siakam at center? Or will it just be Birch and Dizzy Gillespie that play those minutes? Birch, I think, especially with five games coming up next week, you can stream him for Saturday and then get the five next week. He's not the greatest option, not the greatest player, but there will be games that other players sit out during the week, so his usage can bump. He is a very strong ad, and I even think Gillespie has some value, more probably for deeper leagues than for 12-teamers, but Gillespie can come in, play 20 minutes a night, and have solid numbers in, say, 14 or 16-team leagues. For the Knicks, Reggie Bullock is playing at a really high level at the moment. He's hitting threes, he's scoring, he's getting a lot of minutes. It is really helpful that Alec Burks is out, but Burks is out again. He's missed the last four games. He's going to be out in this one. So there is an opportunity here for Bullock to play those big minutes and produce some pretty nice numbers. While Emmanuel quickly has played 20, 20, and 27 minutes in the last three games. Are they finally realizing that he should be getting more minutes than Peyton? Because that's three consecutive games with more minutes over Alf. Now the game before that, he played six while Peyton played 23. But the last three games have been uh, promising. So how does Tom Thibodeau use him? Do we see those minutes remain high? And does that make him anywhere close to a 12-team option? Probably not. But as a streamer, sure, there's value in him, especially for scoring. The Sixers and the Bucks. Shake Milton put up a good performance last game. We know that Ben Simmons is out. We know Joel Embiid and Furkan Korkmaz are both questionable. So does Shake get another start or do they go back to George Hill? But regardless, yeah, Milton playing 26 minutes last game was pretty useful. He can at least be someone to consider. I wouldn't look at him as Mustros or anything like that, but let's see how they use him. And also, we're watching the Thick Hogsman, Tobias Harris. Um, I think I am a TH. T to the H. Yeah, TH for life. Harris, uh, first game back last time after that bone bruise, 30 minutes. Let's hope he can do a little bit better in this coming. Not that he was bad against the Bucs, but we expect a little bit more out of him in this coming game without uh, Simmons and maybe without Embiid. While for Milwaukee, Dante DiVincenzo's been somewhat disappointing in the last couple of games after his two-game absence. He's been okay in those last two. I'd like to see him and feel a little bit more confident in having him as a must-roster guy. I think he still is. But I'd like more confidence in that. Also want to watch Punch Bob Shiplock. Bobby Portis went bananas against the Sixers. He played 23 minutes. Now, the, the kicker there is the previous two games he combined for 24 minutes. So which one is real? Is it mid-teens minutes for Bobby Portis or is it you know, low to mid-20s? Low to mid-20s is a 12-team league guy. 15 minutes, he's not. So let's see how they decide to deploy Bob Portis in this one. The Pistons and the Pacers. Detroit. Killian Hayes. I've been very impressed with what Hayes has been doing. He's been like, I think, a top 50 player over the last two weeks. 
Nice assists, nice steals. The shooting's better. The usage is better. But now we get the situation where Corey Joseph is back. Jeremy Grant's going to be playing. Mason Plumley's going to be playing. So how do they decide to use Hayes? Will they start Corey Joseph um, and do some absolute you know, ridicularity? Or do they continue with Hayes in that role? Do they play Hayes off ball so that Joseph, the noted shit passer, can control the offense? Yeah, Dwayne Casey's prone to do anything stupid, so let's be aware of it. But that's why we want to watch. We also want to watch Isaiah Stewart. No, not Beef Stew, not Ice Stew. Pistons fan base having an argument about those nicknames when they're both absolute Z-tier list nicknames. It's Alf. It just, it's bang, Alf. Alf Stewart, there you go. The Flame and Galar, Isaiah Stewart, how much do they play him? He played 28 minutes last game, but 16 the game before that. But in the last four games where he came off the bench behind Mason Plumley, he had 24, 22, 21, and 21 minutes. So I think that 16-minute is the outlier. Now, he should start over Plumley. I don't think there's any argument about that, but that's not whatever Dwayne Casey wants to do, so that's frustrating. But we want to see how he gets deployed, whether it's in that ridiculously low role like last time. Um, the Indiana Pacers. Obviously, they are banged up. Miles Turner out for probably what is the rest of the season. DeMontis Sabonis is out again on Saturday. Do they go back to O'Shea Brissett at starter? I would think they'd like to try Goga there, but Goga is questionable. So if Goga doesn't play, we're really firing up uh, O'Shea Brissett, who played 42 minutes last game. Now, I think Brissett could start anyway. McDermott's questionable. Um, Justin Holiday's basketball ability is questionable. So I think there's a chance that Brissett starts anyway, but 25 minutes or 42 minutes is very, very different, and I don't believe he's necessarily must-roster. But he will be if Sabonis, if Sabonis is out and Goga is out. Well, Sabonis is out if Goga is out. I want to see what they do with Edmund Sumner, who's been playing 20 minutes a night, really, for the last three, four weeks, taking a lot of that role away from, our, uh, not Aaron, our Justin Holiday, and now, again, opportunities potentially opening up for him to be at least like a 16-team streamer. The Spurs and the Pelicans. Keldon Johnson showed some life last game, so we want to see if he can keep that rolling. I don't believe he's anything more than a 16-team streamer, but DeMar DeRozan and Rudy Gay are both questionable. So especially if Gay is out, I think that's going to help uh, Johnson push the minutes up. But even if DeRozan is out, because it means that he can play at the three or Gay can play at the three and they can play together. But if they're both out, that does really help Johnson's value. And he should be able to get 30-plus minutes in that scenario. Well, we also, of course, want to watch Maximum Derek White. Maximum Derek. We put up a huge game last time out, but that was without DeJounte Murray and DeMar DeRozan. So how he fits in the ecosystem of their offense when DeJounte and DeRozan are playing has been not great, to say the least, for most of this season. So let's see if he can continue that good form if he goes back into more spot-up shooter-type roles. The New Orleans Pelicans, Najee Marshall, have been playing big minutes, and then last time out, he played 17. So look, 33-30, 23-35, and 17. Look, very, very hard to predict what's going to happen if that's going to be the bullshit that goes on. But his ability to get assists from the wing position is super valuable. Eric Bledsoe's ability to be an NBA player is far from super valuable. So there is an opportunity there for Marshall to step in with a decent role, and he's got at least some stream value. While Steven Adams did have to leave last game with an ankle injury, it looks like he's ready to go, but let's see what Jackson Hayes delivers. Now, Hayes hasn't been particularly good, but I want to see at least if Hayes can show me anything that can make me think that he could develop into a full-time starting center. And at this point, we're not there yet. 
The Bulls and the Heat, Kobe White playing at a pretty high level at the moment. Well, at least he's getting the minutes and the shots with Zach Levine out. And Zach Levine's going to be out at least for Saturday. Might be back Monday. But White's going to have another opportunity for some pretty good minutes. So let's see what he does there. Is there a chance he remains starting? I think that the White-Levine combination is horrendous in that backcourt. But Donovan could go back to it. But let's also watch Thad Young, who is just doing everything. Running the offense, passing, high usage off the bench. Even though he hasn't got more than 20 minutes for four consecutive games and hasn't gone over 22 minutes for eight consecutive games, he's still putting up value. I don't know how they're going to use him. I imagine they'll still continue to start Daniel Tice. But Young is putting up numbers where you look at it and you go, there's no way, but it just keeps happening. So maybe there is a way. It's confusing. For the Heat, it is a back-to-back for them. I don't know whether Goran Dragic will play. He hasn't been playing back-to-backs of late. Actually, actually, you know what? That's not true because he did play the back-to-back on Sunday, Monday. So will he play here? I don't know. Kendrick Nunn will probably get big minutes and put up some pretty solid numbers while Trevor Ariza really bounced back on uh, Friday with a big performance. He is a solid 14-team league ad, and he's gone over 30 minutes for five consecutive games, and he can be at least a 12-team streamer. But the Lakers and the Mavericks, Taylor Horton Tucker, I always want to watch him. I love what he does. I hate the way that they use him at times. He played just 12 minutes last game while Wes Matthews was out of the rotation. So for whatever goddamn reason, they could play 10 minutes to Ben McElmont, which is obviously insane. But can they find a way to get Horton Tucker enough playing time to be useful? Almost definitely not, but I want to watch it. While Anthony Davis was predictably rusty, played 17 minutes. Will they bump that up at all? Or will it be in that 15-minute-a-night role again? For the Mavericks, Jalen Brunson wasn't particularly successful the first time out against the Lakers, but let's hope that we can get those minutes pushing back up. He does have pretty good stream value. While Willie Cauley-Stein played 31 minutes in the last one without Kleber and and then Porzingis got hurt. Now, both Kleber and Porzingis are questionable. If both of those guys are out, I think Cauley-Stein becomes an excellent stream option, and the Mavs have five games next week. The Wolves and the Jazz. Ricky Rubio putting up some okay numbers as that starting point guard playing alongside D'Angelo Russell as well. They're limiting Jordan McLaughlin there. Rubio's producing some nice 12-team value. While Naz Reed will have these occasional high-usage games off the bench where he does play with Carl Anthony Towns. It cuts into guys like Jaden McDaniels in their playing time. So let's see what they do with Reed here. He's probably just more of a flyer than anything. For the Jazz, Don Mitchell, he remains sidelined. Unfortunately, he isn't good at the moment, so he's out. Ingles will start. He'll put up big numbers. He's putting up really strong numbers. I love what he's doing. I'll also want to watch Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Unfortunately, the Jazz are just they're one of the most boring teams for fantasy at the moment. Like The rotation is just solid. It's predictable. The players are playing well. But we want to go bear because he has had some moments of down performance, but let's hope he can put up some big ones against Minnesota. The Rockets and the Nuggets are back-to-back for them. Kelly Olenek, a big bounce back from Olenek on Friday. And now Christian Wood will sit out on Saturday. He's doubtful to play, and John Wall will sit out. So a massive usage, rebound, shot-blocking opportunity for Olenek. And then also someone else has to step up. Will it be Daniel House? I I honestly, their rotation, it's uh, Cousin Kev is out. John Wall is out. Christian Wood is out. Uh, So we're going to get a lot of uh, Avery Bradley. We're going to get a lot of Armani Brooks. We're going to have to get some DJ Wilson playing some center. Kenyon Martin could be an option as well. This Rockets rotation could be ugly. While for the Nuggets, PJ Dozier, I expect him to step up. Barton Will Barton's dealing with a hamstring problem. So Barton probably doesn't play. So Dozier without Morris, Barton, and Murray, he's going to get a lot of minutes. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And Faku's going to have to play a lot as well. But then their guard depth is pretty pretty, uh, thin. So maybe Big Shaq Harrison, maybe Austin Rivers, maybe it's Vlaco Chanchar, or even... uh, 
uh, Marcus Howard, who's going to step up. But that is three guards out of their rotation. For streaming, we're looking at Faku, Royce O'Neal, Pat Williams for the Bulls, Trevor Ariza, and Taj Gibson. That's for category leagues. Of course, look to see what categories you need before making that decision. And then in points leagues, we're looking at O'Neal, Quickly, Nunn, Brunson, and Reggie Bullock. Guys, that'll do it for me today. Follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on Odyssey while on YouTube. Hit the subscribe, hit the thumbs up, drop a comment, and hit the notification bell. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.